When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian and Trickin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDNTrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. We're here to uh, recap your Tuesday on the Diamond, get you ready for Wednesday. Hope you all had a great and safe July 4th holiday. Had fun doing whatever you were up to on this wonderful day. we got a lot of news and notes, injuries galore, plus a cool promotion around the Diamonds. Let's get at it. The big news of the day, Mike Trout to the IL. Hurt his hand on Monday night on a swing. Turns out, broken hamate bone. The usual timetable to return is anywhere from four to eight weeks. His hamates heal very differently. That's why there's like large gap. So it's at least a month for Mike Trout, maybe longer, which is not good. He's obviously saying the right things that he will return this season and all that good stuff. But it's a major blow to the Angels, to your fantasy teams, and obviously to Mike Trout, who it just seems to find injuries seem to find him. And it's not I'm not saying he's injury prone because it's always weird injuries, but it just they seem to find Mike Trout. It's an absolute shame. So he's going to be down and out for at least a month. Joe Adele was recalled, and we'll get a, uh, a good look at him, it looks like, because once again, the typical Adele thing, crushing it in AAA. Can he do it in the majors? It's yet to be seen with Mr. Joe Adele. More Angels news. Anthony Rendon fouled a ball off his leg on Tuesday. It looked nasty. He left the game. X-rays were negative. More testing will be done on Wednesday. Shohei Otani left his start with another issue with a cracked fingernail, the same fingernail, of course. He left to start. His velocity was down, sitting around 92 the whole game, gave a couple home runs. Bogarts and Jake Cronenworth was taken out of the game. So, But Otani did, of course, stay in the game to hit. The news to watch the rest of the week, though, with Shohei Otani as they play on Wednesday, and then they'll play Friday, Saturday. They have Thursday off, and they have Sunday off. Uh, so they have three more games before the All-Star break. Shohei was in an interview after the game saying he may just take the rest of the week off plus the all-star break to give him about nine days to just let the fingernail heal. Because this last time, obviously, when it, it cracked, he still kept hitting every day. So he, he's still putting pressure on the nail. He's still doing things to probably not let it heal at its optimal level, of course. So Shohei might be out for the rest of the week. That is something to definitely keep an eye on for your fantasy teams. Hopefully it heals and he's good to go. And hopefully it is just the fingernail. If that's all it is, we're good. The lower velocity was definitely concerning, but if it was a, maybe he couldn't grip the ball right, he couldn't use the right pressure with his nail, whatever, to affect the velocity, well, that is what it is. Let's hope that's what it is. And we get Shohei back good to go on the mound after the All-Star break. Garrett Whitlock, we know he had the issues with his elbow when he left his last start. Uh, the Red Sox officially put Garrett Whitlock on the IL with right elbow inflammation. The early tests came back good. They're very optimistic. No surgery needed, so on and so forth. More testing will be done. We've seen this dog and pony show so many times, even this season, where the next set of tests go, oops, he needs to have surgery. We hope it does. It isn't the case for Whitlock, 
this is already the second kind of scary, scary injury where he there the first time he had that surgery came back. Here we are. So let's see what it is with Whitlock. Maybe he's just best meant for the the bullpen because he doesn't have the longevity in that arm to go deep into games every fifth day. The Red Sox also placed James Paxton on the paternity list for a couple days. He'll be back probably this weekend, if if not uh, after the All-Star break. Jess Chisholm MRI revealed a mild strain in his obliques. They're still shooting for like hopefully a month before they get Jazz back. But the bright side is it's so mild that he's continuing his rehab right now. They're not shutting him down to let it heal. They're letting him rehab through it. So this kind of sounds more like the Jake Berger one who had like a what, 10 to 14 day IL stint. So if that's all it is for Jazz, we dodged a major bullet. But let's wait and see how things keep going with Jazz who just can't stay healthy either. Mentioned on yesterday's show, Nick Madrigal left the game on Monday with a hamstring injury. The Cubs placed Madrigal on the IL on Tuesday, recalling <clears throat> Patrick Wisdom from the IL. So they just made a quick swap. Madrigal's playing well, though. So keep an eye on him when he returns. Could be a nice deep league option at second base or third base. Jose Altuve, a guy that's been battling injuries a lot lately. He was a late scratch from Tuesday's lineup. And he appeared to hurt himself during batting practice. He made a swing, left with the trainer. Everyone was speculating. After the game, reports came out that Jose Altuve has left oblique discomfort. Stop me if you've heard this lately with these oblique injuries. It's insane how many of these guys are getting them. I don't even know if I have an oblique. These guys, I know they're in great shape, but my goodness, it's crazy how much they're they're getting rid of these. So keep an eye on Altuve status going forward. Zach Granke, he left Tuesday's start with right shoulder discomfort. Didn't know he threw hard enough to get right shoulder discomfort, but here we are with Zach Granke. The Padres, this was kind of a bummer, but is the right baseball decision for sure. The Padres designated Nelson Cruz for assignment. Uh, He had a couple bright moments on the diamond, but as a whole, Father Time has been treating him roughly this season, and the Padres had him for a million dollars. It was a cheap deal. Makes this real simple. So the Padres designated for assignment. Some team will probably pick him up at the bare bare minimum to see what they can do. But for now, Nelly Cruz out there just floating around looking for a job once again. The Toronto Blue Jays, not sure what they have going on in between their ears right now, but they announced Alec Manoa will make his next start with the Jays on Friday. He went to the Complex League in Florida, did some training there. First start, he opened 11 runs in two or three innings. Not great. They moved him up to double A where he looked really good. And now there's like, okay, we're good. Here you go. He's going to face the Tigers on Friday. I guess it's a good matchup to face. So that's good. With Manoa pitching on Friday, it's moving Kevin Gossman back to Saturday to give him an extra day off. Uh, the Dodgers are finally doing it. Dustin May to undergo surgery on his right flexor tendon. He is officially done for the season. Andrew Heaney was placed on the paternity list for the Texas Rangers. Nestor Cortez of the New York Yankees had a successful bullpen session on Monday, throwing 25 pitches. He's expected to throw another bullpen on Thursday. If all goes well with that bullpen, he will face live hitters on Sunday. So they're starting to make an actual course of action for Cortez. So if he hits the Thursday date, he hits the live batters on Sunday, their goal is to maybe get a rehab or two out of him when the All-Star break returns. Max Scherzer, he made his start for the Mets on Tuesday, got pushed up to Tuesday, which Move Kodai Singa back to Wednesday. So if you're in daily leagues or whatnot, Senga's pitching Wednesday. Just keep that in mind. The San Diego Padres put Michael Walker on the aisle with right shoulder inflammation. He's been trying to battle through that and recover on his own. That obviously did not happen. Adam Wainwright got beat around the ballpark again in his recent start. And then the Cardinals just placed him on the aisle with right shoulder inflammation. 
So we'll see how this is. Hopefully, it's just a, hey, go clear your head, get right. Or maybe there's seriously something wrong with Adam Wainwright. Thus, the recent production. Last but not least, I mentioned a call-up, a great call-up. The Baltimore Orioles are going for it, folks. They continue to call up these young ball players, continue to see what they have, and now they call up one of their top outfield options in Colton Kowser. This is a big move for the Orioles and a big move for Kowser. Kowser was hitting 330 in AAA with 10 home runs, 7 stolen bases, and a 996 OPS as he was crushing it, and we were just waiting for him to get the call. This is really cool stuff. We'll have to kind of see how it plays out because you got like Mullen starting in the outfield. Hayes is banged up right now. You got Santander and all this good stuff. There is options of moving Santander at first, who's already played a handful of games over this season. So we'll see how it plays out. But I doubt that the Orioles waited this long to bring Kowser up not to play him. They could have brought him up to sit the bench a long time ago. They brought him up. This should be go time for the youngster, Colton Kowser. All right, everybody. Underdog Fantasy. Are you ready to step up to the plate and show off your fantasy baseball skills? Check out Underdog Fantasy 7th Inning Stretch Tournament from now through July 14th, where you can build your dream team and compete against your friends for the $150,000 in total prizes. The best part, once you draft your team, you're all set. No need to worry about waivers, substitutions, trades, none of it. It's just great. And don't worry about setting your lineups each week. Underdog will automatically select your highest scoring players for you. The beauty of best ball, folks. The seventh inning stretch has four thrilling rounds, each with its own player groups from the 12-person round one, who you initially drafted with, to the intense 134-person final round four. So if you advance from round to round to round, the final round has 134 people that had advanced just like you through their first three rounds, and the competition keeps getting more intense the farther you go. With our code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, all one word, they receive a 100% deposit match up to $100, and it's only $7 to enter the seventh inning stretch tournament. Just check the description of this episode for the sign-up link and make sure you use the promo code PITCHERLIST, all one word, when you sign up. Mark your calendars. The tournament starts right after the MLB All-Star break, so get ready to dive into the action. What are you waiting for? Visit the link in the episode description, use promo code PITCHERLIST, and receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Join us in the seventh inning stretch tournament and experience the thrill of fantasy baseball like never before on Underdog. Good luck and may the best team win. A couple things for you, though. You must be 18 or over and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. 19 or over in Alabama and Nebraska. 21 and over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms do apply. If you are concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, some hitting highlights from your 4th of July action on the Diamond. Jonathan India, 3-for-5 with two home runs, three runs scored, and three RBIs. Uh, the Reds continue to get it done, and India is a big part of that. India is now hitting 255 on the year. You'd hope for a little higher diameter. That's kind of who India has been most of his career. Most importantly, you're getting the power and the speed from India, who has 13 home runs and 12 stolen bases on the year. If he could finish around 25-25, that is outstanding, especially where Jonathan India was going in draft season. He was the, one of the second base values that was talked about because of the fall in 2022 with the injuries. He's coming back in a big, big way here in 2023. Speaking of second baseman's coming back in a big, big way, Ozzy Albies missed a lot of 2022. You wouldn't know by looking at his stats this year on on uh, the fourth. Albies went two for three with two home runs, two runs scored, three RBIs, and a walk. Albies is hitting 264 again, kind of what you're hoping for from Albies. But he's got 22 home runs and six stolen bases. In a perfect world, Albies is still in more bags. He's just not. We don't. Who knows why? 
because the, the Braves will run. We've seen AKA Ronald Acuna going wild. So Braves will run, but 22 Jimmy Jacks from Ozzy Albies is outstanding. And then Juan Franco continues to just beast out two for four on the day. The home run, a run scored, an RBI, and a stolen base, a little combo meal action for Wander Franco on the fourth. He's now hitting 286 on the season, 10 home runs, and a whopping 27 stolen bases. Big boy stuff from Wander Franco. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters box on pitcherlist.com to get details on all the day's top hitters. So starting pitching highlights from your Tuesday, Logan Gilbert, complete game shutout against the San Francisco Giants. Gilbert allowed six hits with zero walks. Impressive stuff here from Gilbert with seven strikeouts. Gilbert had 22 whiffs and a 30% CSW. He continues to look good. He's had he's a scuffle of late. He hasn't been super, super consistent. But when you look at the season as a whole, 382 ERA, 364 XFIP, 100 Ks and 101 and a third innings pitched. Gilbert's been great as advertised. Worth the draft picks where you can get him. Jesus Lazardo, another guy, as advertised, he put up six shutout innings on Tuesday. Lazardo uh, allowed five hits while walking two, eight strikeouts for Lazardo on Tuesday. He had 11 whiffs and a 34% CSW. Lazardo, 3-3-2 ERA on the season with a 3-4-9 XFIP, and more importantly, 120 strikeouts and 103 innings pitched. Awesome stuff from Jesus Lazardo. And then the fun, that is Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola goes up against the Tampa Bay Rays, one of the better offenses in all of baseball. Aaron Nola has struggled a ton this year, but he keeps like every, it feels like every four or five starts throws one of these gems out there. On Tuesday, Aaron Nola went seven and a third, one earn, five hits, one walk, 12 strikeouts in Tampa Bay. Nola was filthy, absolutely filthy. 13 lifts and a 35% CSW. It's the reason why you basically keep rolling him out there. Because even if he gets hit around, he's almost like Lance Lynn, where he'll get you strikeouts, and the, the whip won't be too bad. And then he puts these gems together. And you're just like, okay, in the end of the season, it's probably going to be a high three ERA, low four. He's going to have all the strikeouts and a decent whip. That's what it's looking like once again for Aaron Nola. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from your Tuesday saves on the diamond. Will Smith of the Texas Rangers picked up his 15th save of the season. David Robertson, 12th save of the season for the Mets. Craig Kimbrell is just loving this closer's duty, especially with Jose Alvarado coming back from the IL and not looking as dominant as he was earlier in the season. Kimbrell picked up his 13th save of the year on Tuesday. Trevor May continues to get it done. It's not always pretty, but May now has six saves on the season as he is locked in as the Oakland A's closer. Josh Hader picked up save number 19 for the Padres. And Jordan Romano stays atop or near the top of the saves leaderboard with his 25th save of the season. If you have more questions about relief pitching, make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com. All right, before we give a quick look ahead to Wednesday's action on the dime, let's take a break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. 
And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Inchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You're looking at DFS on this Wednesday. It's an 11-game main state starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. Bats, Minnesota versus Marsh making his second start, a career start for the Kansas City Royals. Like some Minnesota value in that one. And then the Atlanta Braves versus Quantrill, Dodgers versus Beto. Just have some fun. Uh, Quantrill, just so much pitch to contact. The Braves should tee off there. Don't mind the Dodgers as well. There's lots of ways to go. We have well over half the games have totals over nine. So you can make arguments for a lot of teams on this slate. With such high totals, pitching could be a premium. So we're paying up a pitcher, Justin Steele. You know, some Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers team with over 25% carried over the last three weeks versus lefty. Steele's been great since returning from the IL on the 17th. Only three runs allowed and three starts. He's pitched 17 in the third innings, striking out 18. Looked very, very good. Yet Pablo Lopez versus the Royals. Lopez has been a strikeout monster. 40 Ks over his last 32 and two-thirds innings pitched. Big boy stuff there. You get the Kansas City Royals striking out about 24.5% of the time versus righties over the last three weeks. And then Seth Lugo, been a nice little filler of late. Gets the depleted Angels team. No Trout, no Rendon, maybe no Otani. Just goes down the list there. Lugo might only go five innings. That's what he does, but it could be a very quality five innings versus Los Angeles Angels. Some things I'm looking forward to on Wednesday. Erod Eduardo Rodriguez returning from the IL against the Oakland Athletics. That's a great landing spot. We saw Tariq Skubal do it on Tuesday. He threw four innings, looked very, very solid. Velocity looked great. Strikeouts were there. We'll look to see if Erod can back that up on Wednesday. Uh, John Gravers, Brian Bayo, my bay. Brian Bayo going up against the Texas Rangers. Bayo's been outstanding. Very tough matchup against the Rangers, and I want to see if John Gray can get back to the the way we the way he was before he got a little bit of hiccup with an injury there with the blister situation. So fun matchup in Boston. Jose Barrios for Slants Lynn, two guys that we've seen pitch very well, two guys we've seen get hit around. Kind of a what's it going to take? Who's got to give situation there between Barrios and Lynn, and then Bobby Miller versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. Bobby Miller has been scuffling of late. The Pirates have been sneaky, pesky right now. They nine runs on Tuesday for the Pirates against Sheehan. That's not one a lot of people saw coming. Now you get Bobby Miller. Curious to see what the Pirates can do in that one. Well, that'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Make sure you all check out PitcherList.com. All the great free content, written content, podcasts, and more. And then go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. You will not regret it. You pay the price, you get in the Discord, you get a bunch of cool tools, you help the site continue to grow and punt, uh, keep producing amazing, amazing content. So go to PitcherList.com, go check out PL Plus, go check out PL Pro, go check out Underdog. Use promo code PitcherList, all one word. You will not regret it. But that'll do it, folks. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Wednesday look ahead to Thursday. This was your first pitch podcast Wednesday, July 5th edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.